0: I'm
1: Uh, Jake hanging out with you live, Larry H. Miller Ford Lincoln here in Draper, right off 114 South and I-15, 11442 Lone Peak Parkway to be exact. Let's talk some Jazz Basketball. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what up, Bowler? Jake Gordon, how are you guys? We're hanging in there. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing great, Bowler. I'm glad the Jazz season's back. I'm ready to roll, man. How about yourself?
2: Yeah, I am. You know, uh, we've had a a spattering of fans back in the arena. It has a a good feel. I'd rather see nearly 19,000 in the building. That will come sooner than later. But it is what it is. And you know what? I'm calling a game with actual real-life basketball players on the floor. (laughs) Holy cow. I thought maybe it was a video game. I didn't know what was going on or what are
3: you seeing? Are you seeing anything different? Are you seeing something that uh, is uh,
2: captivating you? Well, I know that in the first two games, the Jazz were averaging 43-point attempts, 41 in game one, 39 last night in game two. The average last year, 35, and the uh, league average was 34. I think, Gordon, that Quinn's made a very clear they want to continue to pump in threes a healthy Bogdanovich uh, a Jordan Clarkson uh, a Donovan Mitchell uh, a Joe Ingalls and, and a Mike Conley and and I think even Eliza Hughes Hughes that they they got in the second round those those potential there George Niang Mieoni I mean the list goes on and on I think of just three-point shots that could come from multiple players and, you know, the green light is on. I think the message has been sent is to, you know, continue to play defense, get back in transition, but, you know, pop the three. I mean, that's where the league is going. Uh, the big question, though, is if you miss the three, then you really have to be conscientious of getting yourself back, go bear included, uh, to get your tail back and play D and, and don't let them run it down your throat. So, you know, if you have a turnover, that's an issue. If you have a missed three, got to hustle too. So, uh, that's what I, I've seen so far, and I've kind of I've been impressed with a couple of young guys, and I've been glad to, I've I've been happy to see Bogey back. Uh, he's kind of started slow in the first two games, found some more confidence I think as the game continues on, and who can't help but like to see number fifteen back on the floor.
1: Fuller, what'd you think about Mike Conley and his uh, well preseason debut last night?
2: You know, I I think, you know, Mike is a guy that sometimes is a slow starter. And then, you know, I I always write down notes on my card, you know, as the game progresses and he finished with 16. He was able to get to the free throw line. He was 0 for 4 to start the game. And, you know, I think, you know, that's what preseason's for, right? Um, And then as the game kind of continued on, You kind of felt like he was a little bit more in flow. He knocked down, what, three threes, got to the free throw line. So, you know, by night's end, still productive, but uh, I'm a believer the Jazz, and they know this, uh, you know, you're going to have to be. Jake, I guess the word would be engaged early in these games, just in the Western Conference especially. I mean, I keep using the word buzzsaw because that's what I feel like it is every time we've gone into you know opponent arenas back in the days when we could travel. But, you know, nothing's changed much. I mean, the West is even better than it was a year ago. You know, the Lakers have stockpiled more talent than I can think of. But, you know, they've got the, uh, the ability to jump over the cap. Um, but you know every team believes they've they've gotten better. I'm not sure about the Suns, to be totally honest. I know it's preseason. I get that, but uh, at the same time, I'm just again curious to see how the Chris Paul, Devin Booker backcourt will will work itself out, and really who takes a shot. Because let's be honest, Booker is a high volume shooter, needs the ball, wants the ball, and Chris Paul is a terrific assist man, but also uh, he'll take his fair share of shots as well. So. I wasn't that impressed with Aiton last night. He's a big man that has promise. But there's a lot of players, I guess, that you can put under that under that label as well. So I'm just glad we're back playing. And, uh, you know, uh, we, the, the NBA starts up for real a week from tonight. Unbelievable.
3: Waller, do you think the Jazz will be better defensively, not just because Derek Favors is available to them, but because – some of these young guys maybe Mie, Oni will be able to help uh, on the perimeter or do you think uh, look based off
2: of preseason games you just can't tell well there's a little bit of all that you know Gordo but I think Faber's returns give you gives you another rebounder a guy that can uh, you know block out bully up a little bit Niang has talked about Working on his defensive skill sets as well. You bring up Mieone, who I think at six six, you know, not long ago everybody talked about Dante Exum, but I think there was a true reason that Dante was expendable. And look what they got back: Jordan Clarkson. But I, I watched Mieone in practice when that was still still allowed before COVID, and he, he's a rough guy. He's a tough guy. He's a defender. He'll get in your chest and bump you. You know, I saw him. Uh, probably frustrate Dante more than anyone that I've seen, and I, I think the Jazz obviously noticed that as well, and that's why he's still here. And the Jazz are very intrigued, Gordo, with with uh, the young guy out of Yale. And how about Eliza Hughes? I mean, you know, kind of out of nowhere, but a four year player uh, finishes career at Syracuse with Jim Beheim, well coached. Um, I I like the way he kind of, you know, showed off his stuff last night, you know, as well. Jawan Morgan, the Jazz are excited about his size as well, and Darrell Brantley. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on about some young players that the Jazz have hopes of developing and could become rotational bench players or back and forth to the G League if there is one this year, if they, if they decide to go into the bubble, but Gordon, I, I think the team is deeper and more confident. And even talking to me, on our, on our post game um, last night, you could tell in his second year, he's already made the jump. He's stronger. He's more confident and he knows the system. And I think that plays uh, really well into the jazz hand uh, for this season.
1: Bowler. Um, The Jazz had a barrage there in the third quarter where they pulled away and looked really, really good doing it. And it seemed to me, anyway, a key component in that was the pace. And we hear coaches all the time say, hey, we're going to play faster and we're going to pick up the pace. And it doesn't always come to fruition. But it would appear that the Jazz are serious about uh, moving faster and shooting earlier in the shot clock.
2: They are. Yeah, no, Jake, spot on. You know, at one point they'd held Phoenix to six points in that third quarter and they were just beating them up defensively and getting the ball quickly down the court. As you said, they want to get a quick shot. If it's it's there uh, in the shot clock, if it's not, then they go back to, as we call it, as we all know, the blender. You know, share, 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 pass, pass, and find the open shot. You know, with Jordan Clarkson on the court, too, I just continue just to sit back and kind of wonderment of, you know, he's a nonstop guy. Just when you think he may be stuck in the paint and can't maneuver, uh, Clarkson just has a way of escaping and can either hit that little short baseline four foot push shot, or he jumps it back out to the corner for a bogey three. Um, I think the jazz are happy. They resigned him to a four year deal, but you know, he's got a nonstop motor and finds his way through traffic as good as anybody in the league right now. And that's saying a lot. I know, but I- I'm impressed with what Jordan Clarkson brings. And I think the energy he also plays with on the floor you know, he's running, and the guys run with him, right? And that only helps speed up uh, the course of the game and the possession as well.
3: Two worn questions here, really, Bowler, but they're important questions, and they are this. How much time will Donovan Mitchell spend handling the ball? And mm. secondly, what's the ceiling on this kid? We expect him to get better each year. I've heard you say it over and over and over again during telecasts and the broadcasts of games. What's, how high can this guy go?
2: Well, I know that the the first comparison is a Dwayne Wade, and that's—I'll be honest—that's a hell of a comparison, Gordon. Honestly, because you know the great—you know—the great success Wade had in this league and multiple All-Star appearances, you know, a title. Um, That—that's difficult for anyone to accomplish. But you, you break down who Donovan is and what drives him. I think is is really what excites him, excites me the most is because uh, he's a sponge as you as we all know because Quinn has talked about it multiple times and when he worked with Johnny Bryant who's now with the New York Knicks I mean that was his coach and he always marveled to us about how how much Donovan knew about the game and could almost the sixth sense of the game and that's something you can't teach man that's just part of who he is And I don't think he's satisfied. You know, people always watch to see what money will do to players, right? And he just signed an incredible max deal. And, you know, we'll wait and see. But for me, from what I know of him and now his fourth year, I see a guy determined to take this team to Titletown uh, and make Salt Lake, uh, you know, bow their chest out and have a parade from here to St. George. I mean, let's ride the train, right? I mean, it would be terrific if that happens. Uh, I know that's the goal that he wants, and he's, he's, he's stated that several times. Um, but he's a, you know, he's a leaper, a jumper. I think he takes care of himself. I think mentally he's very focused, and he's coachable. That's the beauty of it. Once you shut the door on being coached, I don't care how good you are. Take Tim Duncan, right, for example, or Tony Parker in Ginobili. Something about you know pops down in San Antonio. He treated the superstars just like the, the 12th guy on the bench. He expected them to be alert. And to understand, you know exactly what was going every every moment of the game. And I don't see that much difference in how Quinn Snyder expects his players to respond and react. And I think Donovan's the perfect leader to tell these guys to you know to keep keep it at a high level. Look, you're gonna have down, you're gonna have down games. That's just the way it is. But I still think he's a guy in the right place at the right time with the right franchise. I really do.
1: Bowler, are you buying or selling the Suns as a playoff team?
2: Well, I tell you, Jake, let's break it down because, you know, everybody, last year, let's, let's go back to the last season, which seems, well, it's been a long season and finally completed in the bubble, but the Jazz were hyped to no end, right? Almost like the Suns now. It's almost like they traded off the Jazz for the Phoenix Suns. Why? Well, we knew that Gobert was coming off his second, you know, Defensive Player of the Year award, and everyone was expecting, you know, great things from Donovan Mitchell and um, look what happens. I mean, you know, COVID, uh, Gobert, Donovan, uh, relationships, uh, et cetera, et cetera, of the bubble. Uh, and look what Donovan did in the bubble as well. But look what Phoenix did, Jake, in the bubble. That 8-0 run, I think everybody just went wild on it. And the fact that Booker was playing at a high level. Um, and then off-season, you get Chris Paul to now team with him in the backcourt. I, let me ask you both. I, I know it's just one game because Paul didn't play in the first one, but I, I just don't know the chemistry and how it's going to work. Chris Paul's 16 years in this league. I don't know if he's going to change his style of play anywhere he goes, and I, he's always kind of been this way. He's, uh, you know, He likes to run the show. And to answer your other question, Gordon, I'm not sure if Donovan, Mike, Joe, uh, Bogey, uh, all those guys are going to handle the ball, and Jordan Clarkson. I mean, I think they've all said they're multiple ball handlers. I, let's go back to Phoenix for a minute, Jake. I'm not sure that's the case. I, I don't know if Chris Paul is going to be able to adjust like Conley is trying to continue to do. Uh, to say I'm not the main ball handler, but he also played with Harden, and you know that turned into kind of an issue, right? So that's a great question on your end. I don't know how that's going to work and play out, but I think we're going to find out if um, if they are going to be a cohesive group or there will be no love affair in, in Phoenix. What I saw in the, last, in the first two games, I don't see them as impactful as I was expecting. I don't think their second unit at this point in time stood up to what the Jazz showed us in the first two games. But again, the, the critics of what I just said would say, hey, it's preseason. I get it. But it's a short preseason, and everybody just came off a season, except, well, the Suns were in the bubble, uh, but in the Jazz as well. But, guys, you know, you got to turn it around. In a week's time, you're playing for real. Uh, You know, eight days for the Jazz when they open up in Portland. But um, I'm not sold, and we'll see. Prove me wrong. But for the moment, I'm not sold. Well, it seems like an absolutely
3: ridiculous question to ask considering the man just signed for upwards of $256 million. But are you surprised that Giannis is staying with the Bucks?
2: You know, I, I think it was, from what I've heard through my contacts in the grapevine, is, of course, he was kind of deciding whether it, this was the right time to jump and go. Uh, as time went on, I think he kind of decided that, you know, his feet, are kind of firmly planted in Milwaukee. And I think he has the personality, Gordon, much like Donovan were, and you hope Donovan will play his career out here. Uh, and if that happens, it will be a monumental uh, thing for this franchise. And the same for the Bucks. You know, smaller markets need those type of players to continue to be uh, taken at a high level and also recruit free agents, et cetera. But, you know, uh, I thought he may jump. But again, because of the pressure to prove yourself as a great player to win a championship, like Kevin Durant finally decided to bolt and go to Golden State, and, and he got it. But but again, I'm not real sure, you know, what the legacy is. Um, but if Giannis stays and accomplishes that feat in Milwaukee, it's going to be a sweeter taste than people or he'll he'll ever understand, I'm sure. But I think they still have players around him, and in the East, it's it's I look. I don't know what's going to happen in in Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD, and, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, And if Harden, you know, makes that journey to the east, that's going to be crazy, crazy town in my opinion. But we'll find out together. Um, That's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money and a lot of pressure to put on anybody. And Rudy is facing that same situation if the Jazz decide to go that direction. And, um, you know, whatever they're working on, I haven't heard. Uh, I think Rudy has made it clear that he's dedicated to continue to play and make this his home. And as far as I know, that's the way it's going to be. And, you know, what what do you say, Jake and and Gore? I think he made a great comment last week. My job is to play basketball. My agent's job is to work out things, um, you know, with the Jazz on contracts. And hopefully it stays that way and and everybody comes up happy. But it's a big investment, Right. And the Bucks made a big commitment, and Giannis obviously, in return, makes a big commitment back uh, to the Bucks.
1: Bowler, thank you very much as always, and uh, we'll catch you at the arena uh, uh, likely on Thursday, right?
2: Yeah, we've got a late one, eight o'clock. You guys, yeah. uh, you can always stop by. I mean, we're in Yellow Zone, uh, you know. With Matt, we're masked up. So, Jake, if you want to stop by and uh, you know, like, knock on my plexiglass uh, wall that I'm in.
1: <laughs> I'll do just that, Bowler. I'll, hey, I'll saunter on by and say hello. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm well protected
2: in there, by the way.
3: So. <laughs> Bowler, i got to ask you one last question.
2: How happy yes. are you that Patrick Mahomes is playing in KC? It's unbelievable. You know what, though? He showed he was a little human, right, in Miami. Three picks. Come on. He had two picks up until, uh, what, week? Old, week 12? Week 13? What are they? I mean, but, yeah, he has impact ability and players love it but he's also got weapons jake kelsey come on uh you know tyree kill unbelievable uh and their defense spotty at times they seem to get you know behind early but they have the ability to panic because they know mahomes has the slingshot arm and has a great ability to find some uh, some really good talent out there. Um,
3: the reason that game was so close is because I picked them to win that game, and every <laughs> pick I've made this season, I've ended up making uh, having to do incriminating audio. So it
2: was my fault. I apologize. Okay. Well, no, no. So are you 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 bailed this week, Jake? Is it you? Uh, no,
1: I, I I got my pick right. Austin's the one who lost this week. So Austin, Austin. unfortunately. Yeah, so. All right. All right. Fake Austin. news. Fake
2: news? <laughs> okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, well, hey, uh, we'll be on the air 8 o'clock a little bit later. Uh, uh, but the Clippers, Paul George signed the big deal. Um, he said he didn't really thought last year they were going to win a title, but I think everybody else in L.A. thought they would. So, Uh, Let's see what happens this year with uh, Kawhi and then Paul George. Um, I'm anxious to see how the Jazz really play on the road, right, for the first time too. So we'll see you on uh, Thursday night, guys. Thanks, Buller.
1: See you guys. That's our uh, buddy Craig Bowler, Jack, uh, joins us each and every Tuesday. We are live from Larry H. Miller Ford Lincoln here in Draper, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. But really just off 115, uh, 114 South, excuse me, just head west uh, from I-15. You'll run right into us. Our friend Mike is jumping on with us once again. Hooking hey. up the big show
4: listeners with a little something extra tonight, Mike. Big show. See, there's no pressure coming down here. And you know you're going to get all the money. So we got $500 for the big show listeners. Uh, you've got up to 2250 uh, trade-in rebates. Uh, we've got 2021s, F-150s, 2021 Bronco Sports. We have a ton of 2020s with a lot of rebates, um, 0%. So come on down. Use this money. Get a car.
1: Sounds like now is a really good time. Like the deals are really good and all the incentives and all that. Time's like now is a really good time to do it.
4: We're having a difficult time keeping the 2020s in stock. Uh, and the 2021 Fords, uh, the F-150s are just they're leaving i mean we could i have some on the lot i've got i think four and uh they're going every day so if you really want one
3: mike if you have any better deals down there you're going to be paying people to take an f-150 off the
4: lot I'm, I'm already getting the heat for the $500 Big Show. So I, We've had three people take advantage of that and our low prices already are uh, you know. Heck
1: yeah. Great. Well, hey, seriously, you, thanks for taking care of our listeners. It's awesome. You guys going oh, the extra betcha. mile. It's it's terrific. We really appreciate it. We're all listeners around here, so it's one big family. All right, Mike, you're the man. Thank you so much, buddy. All right, guys. All right. Uh, come on by. Uh, Larry H. Miller Ford Lincoln right here in Draper. Take advantage. An extra 500 bones off just for Big Show listeners, 11442 South Lone P Parkway, 114 South and I 15. You can't miss it. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
3: If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? I,
4: I love the colorful The way
1: the sunlight plays upon her head. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280 The Zone.
3: You know, I gotta tip the cap to Austin. This was a good idea. We played some good music today.
0: Thanks. Listeners are doing the, the heavy lifting. Uh, songs Americana. of Americana, yeah, lots uh, of Beach Boys requests. So
1: uh, I get that. I get that with the with the Beach Boys. Uh, Gordon, the 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 College Football Playoff Committee can continues to just uh, excel in the field of buffoonery. Uh, but we'll get that uh, here in a minute. Let's do Sounds of various clips first, also All known right. as Drop of the Day. Uh, we alluded to this earlier today, and I think we got to play it. Uh, this was uh, a few months ago. Uh, DJ and PK got tricked by a, a texter or a tweeter or whatever who uh, word for word uh, sampled a line from, or, I guess, a story from Goonies And uh, Austin worked his magic uh, on that whole situation. Here you go.
5: All right, so we've got, uh, got people throwing up their stories here on the line, and that probably wasn't the best way to phrase it, but I phrased it like that because of the story Justin shared. You ready for this one, PK? Go ahead. Question of the day. In honor of the NBA players who broke the bubble rules and had to quarantine a second time, what's the biggest bonehead th- thing you've done? Justin says, the worst thing I've ever done, I mixed a pot of fake puke at home, and I went to the movie theater, oh, uh, hit it in my jacket. The worst, worst thing I've ever, I done. ever done. I mixed and a pot of fake puke at, puke, at puke at home, and, and I, I went, went to the, to the movie this theater, theater hit the the it in my, in my jacket. jacket. Landed climbed up the balcony, and, and, th- 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 <laughs> and, and then I made a noise. And then I dumped it over the side, all, all of the people in the audience. The and then, th- and th- 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 this was horrible, all, all the, people the people started, started getting, sick getting sick and throwing, throwing up, up on each other. I've, I've never felt so bad in my entire life. It's incredible.
3: It's hey, so uh, funny to hear he, it over he the other Follow that way.
1: hook, line, and sinker, did Yeah, oh, so funny you know, to hear to hear that.
3: And, and you know, the, the, you're right, Jake. The best part about it is the genuine, authentic nature of DJ's hurling sound. It's like he's auditioning to play Chunk. <laughs> it just sounds so. <laughs> the
0: worst thing I've ever, I ever done. done. I mixed,
5: I mixed a the pot of thing. fake soup at home. At home. And, and I, went I went to the movies, this movie hit, theater, hit, hit the it with my, my jacket, climbed up the balcony, th- 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 then th- I made a noise. <laughs> and, then and then I th- dumped it over the side, side all, all over the people, people the in the audience. And, and then, and this, th- was horrible, th- th- then this was horrible, all the people all started getting sick and throwing up, up on each other. Th- I have I've never felt so bad in my entire
2: life. <laughs> Amazing. You know, even,
1: even the timing is close, you know? Well, we, I mean, massaged that a tad bit there, Gordon. The magic of, of sound editing, we made it fit.
3: Oh, yeah, but I think it was pretty close anyway.
0: Yeah, it, 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 I didn't put any work into it.
3: <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I was sweating the there was so much editing. I'm in talking it. about the cadence,
0: <laughs> no? Uh, I did a lot to slow down and speed up and make it
3: match. As you do. You do that to (laughs) us all the time. The
0: only time I didn't edit when I should have is your original rap, but I didn't want (laughs) to
3: wreck art.
0: (laughs) Of course
1: not. Speaking of. (laughs) No kidding. Oh man, uh, Gordon. The college football player, rankings are out. Just real quick here in this segment, BYU right. comes in at number 17. But uh, I've got one bone to pick with ye old committee. Uh, Cincinnati falls a spot to nine. Florida only falls two spots to seven, and Ohio State is still in at number four. Now, Gary Barta, the former Wyoming uh, athletic director, and where is he now? Again, someone in the Big Ten. He's, Iowa. Uh, Iowa yeah. uh, he's He's uh, head of the committee, right? And he was asked about Cincinnati. And, Gary, uh, this is uh, Stuart Mandel's Twitter. He says, Gary Barta just faulted Cincinnati for having not played since November 21st, while others around them have played two or three games. Oh, really, Gary? Because Ohio State's at number four, and they've only played <laughs> one game since November 21st, and they've only played five games total. <laughs> this is such a just a ridiculous, you know, committees, pshaw. Yeah. If anything, yeah. this is just pointing out how ridiculous the committee is. Go back to the BCS. At least having a computer as part of it made it somewhat impartial, impartial, whatever it is. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty lame. When well, and then you see the reasoning. You look at USC Gordon; they come in at number thirteen. And USC is an undefeated P5 team and has played just as many games as Ohio State. But yet Ohio State's at four, and USC is at 13.
3: Come on! Ah, how how Come dare USC almost lose to UCLA?
1: Well, has, has Ohio State been perfect this year?
3: No. What was that
1: one game that they won, like, 42 to 35? Was that Indiana? Uh, let's see. They beat Nebraska fifty-two to seventeen, but Nebraska stinks. Uh, beat Penn State thirty-eight to twenty-five. Penn State stinks. Beat Rutgers forty-nine to twenty-seven. Uh, Rutgers stinks. Beat Indiana, who's pretty decent, forty-two to thirty-five, and beat Michigan State, who stinks fifty-two to twelve.
3: So uh, yeah, I mean, look, they're
1: trying to protect their own. That's just the way it is. But is not USC and... supposed to be one of their own? Uh... No, they're a P5
3: school. I get it. I mean, they, they, look, they're all P5 schools, but
1: you know, there's you know, some are more equal than others. Florida lost to an under 500 team over yeah. the weekend. Mm-hmm. They fall two spots.
3: Yeah, it's th- this stuff has all been it's it's written in it's written in concrete. I mean yeah, it's going to be one of those
1: teams that they designate no matter what happens. Yeah, the Ohio State thing is stupid. They've only played 5 games. Yeah. And if you're going to not if you're going to hold that against USC, you've got to hold it against Ohio State. And I think it should hold it against Ohio State. If I'm Texas A&M, it's 7 and 1. I'm been out of shape cuz I played three more games. This is one of the reasons
3: that the Pac-12, or back in the day the Pac-8, Pac-10 teams always loved Meeting up with a with a Big Ten school in the Rose Bowl, because even, you know, here we talk about the West Coast getting favoritism. But on the West Coast, they talk about the the Midwest and the East getting and the Southeast getting the favoritism. They feel persecuted there because they don't think they get the respect they should. And maybe this is an example of it.
1: Did you watch the end of that uh, uh, Florida LSU game, by the way? Uh, I saw parts of it and so, I was, <laughs>
3: and and my son-in-law played at Auburn played SEC football and I was talking to him and he was just shaking his head. It was that was crazy. That was crazy cuz LSU was not good this year.
1: Well the um, the ending the crazy part is the shoe part. I mean this the, yeah, when the, he threw the, the shoe, dumbest yeah. way I've ever seen anybody lose a football game. Like the absolutely incredible the uh, lack of intelligence at that moment. I mean, that incident lost them
3: the game. Well, I feel bad for the kid uh, because, I can, I can just imagine what what's being said about him. You know, I mean, it was, was it was a dumb thing to do. Of course, it was, but he's going to live with that the rest of his life, and that's too bad.
1: Well, don't throw the
3: shoe. Yeah, <laughs> okay. who throws a shoe? Yeah. Someone called what I hear uh, LSU. That's
1: well, anyway. Terrible. Florida should be out of the ratings just for that. <laughs> Who throws a <his> shoe?
2: <laughs> and by the way, Colorado yeah.
1: coming in at 25. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get the computers back involved. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, cause those this, uh, were just as
3: bad. I mean, the, every, oh, this is what this says, and we threw this in, but the numbers we threw in to begin with were already biased. And that was that was painful too.
1: Oh, Jake, I trust you know. uh, I trust those computer rankings way more than uh, Gary Barta. You just and, liked uh, it terrific. better because
3: Vatech was good back then.
1: No, I, it, it seemed like a fairer way to do it than what they're doing now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty convoluted. and it's Ohio State and is 5-0. and 5-0, oh, oh, that's it.
3: Yep. They should play five games every year.
1: Get them in. Get them in immediately. Jeez, what a joke. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, live from Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs> Must run the rumor spread
5: around. The light takes us time. Utah's
0: highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5 1280 The
1: Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the Zone, live from Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln here in Draper. Just jump off the 114 South exit, off 515 and head west. You'll see us uh, just a block away. So easy to find. 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway.
3: How's, who's that song remind you of, Jake? Bowler. Yeah, sure does, man. He loves himself some ZZ Top.
1: Uh, I, had a, I had a funny experience with a friend at uh, the ZZ Top concert. Where he, tried to get, he just uh, he tried to get us down to the stage and we didn't make it. What <laughs> did you get blocked by an usher by security? Oh uh, well, there? he he was overserved a tad bit and was just convinced that we could you know, like talk our <laughs> way down there or whatever, and we didn't make it far. Did
3: you uh, uh, did you th- follow along? Did you even though you knew uh,
1: better than he did? Yeah, why not? He's pretty charismatic guy. See if he could make it, but <laughs> we didn't make it far. No. I mean, okay. Yeah, but uh, it was a good concert. It was fun to see him in uh, in person.
3: Austin, have you noticed that Jake, at times in his earlier years, that he found himself tangled up in some events that uh, a, a a a more rational person would have liked to avoid?
0: You know, that's one way to put it. I personally uh, would would rather say Jake found himself uh, living a very much more interesting
1: life than <laughs> I did. Huh, that's, a, that's a good way of looking at it, I guess. Sometimes you have to leave yourself open to opportunity. I, I tried to uh, sneak into Wrigley Field once, unsuccessfully. What happened? Why didn't you just pay? Uh Well, because Jake's uh, not like everyone else. I uh, went to a bachelor party in Chicago where I think I spent every last nickel just to get there. So it's not. Uh, and we were hanging out outside of, uh, in, in the Rig- Wrigleyville area, which is also fun during game time. But during like the seventh inning, we went over there and we saw people walking out of the ballpark. And we we're like, oh, let's just go grab their ticket stub and then we'll go back in. And? and so uh, we we asked some people leave and say, hey, can we have your ticket stub? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, so I go go up to the guy at the turnstile, and I handed my ticket stub, and I'm like, hey, I'd like to get back into the game, please. And the guy says, uh, uh, he says, there's no reentry. And I said, what are you talking about? I just left. What do you mean no reentry? And then he pointed to a giant sign over his head that honestly <laughs> had to be like, like 10 feet by 5 feet that said no reentry, and he's like... He just pointed, didn't even say anything, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's quite a big sign you got there." <laughs> what's the uh, what's the reasoning for that? Why is there no reentry? What do you, because of the scenario I just laid out for you? Yeah, to block you think people. Every, like everyone Jake, would yeah. be doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, or or going out to your car and eating or whatever, not spending money at the concessions <laughs> or whatever. the Miami
0: you, Heat fans were doing that night that they missed that
1: <laughs> that moment. Missed in Game Six of the NBA yes. Finals, the greatest uh, yeah. comeback in NBA history. <laughs> the, the fans missed it because they left and couldn't get back You're in. But yeah, on the we, door. Yeah, that's. I was, I,
3: I was reading recently a listing of the best uh, home courts in the NBA, and Miami was actually uh, very highly rated, and that surprised me based on everything that I've heard about what goes on. Was it
0: because the paint on the court is the best or because <laughs> it could not possibly be the, the crowd? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, anyway, that's... Uh, can't I mean, be that,
3: all bad. If Jimmy Buffett was down there hanging along the baseline, it must
1: it must not be all bad. He got thrown out of a game once. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I'd Good. love to know what he was saying. You're not,
3: you're not a
0: Buffett that fan. That hack. <laughs> One that's song. Right. He writes the same song 86 times and is a billionaire.
1: He's actually a genius, Austin, because he created a whole genre for himself. It's it's Kenny Chesney that's the hack, who just. Carbon copied it, and actually, uh, I'd argue you know,
0: he's smarter than Jimmy Buffett because Buffett actually had to write some songs.
1: Oh, that's true. Kenny uh, just uh, stole them. Yeah, right. Just just hacked them all off and and. Uh, Give
0: me a sleeveless
1: shirt and a cowboy hat. I'm gonna claims make the old <laughs> genre of his own. Man, so yeah. you're you're
3: asking for a flight from PK, man.
1: Oh, I'll well, <laughs> call Kenny Chesney a hack to PK's face anytime I see him. <laughs> Well,
3: there's no arguing musical taste, but uh, I, I, you know, who's who's actually made more money? I imagine it would be Kenny, wouldn't it? But no Jim way, Buffett. There's no Buffett way Buffett with his uh,
1: Margaritaville and oh, his yeah. books and all that other stuff. Well, he has his own brand of beer, his own brand of tequila, his yeah. line of restaurants. Uh, he was the like one of the highest-grossing tour acts for like decades.
0: He, uh, Buffett, is $550 million net worth. Chesney is 180
3: Not wow, okay. even close. Well, I'm not exactly feeling bad for Kenny. What a hack. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Buffett, uh, all, all you got to do is, is uh, hang out in the Caribbean and uh, make, it, make it your own.
1: All right, we're live here. Larry Miller, Ford Lincoln Draper, 11442 <laughs> South Lone Peak Parkway. Our good friend Mike jumping on with us once again. Uh, Mike, you a Buffett guy? A Kenny Heck yeah, are you guy? kidding me?
4: I saw him back in the 70s at Hughes Stadiums in Fort Collins, Colorado. All right, put on a good show? Oh, my gosh. It's, it was at the height of his... Uh, his buffetness. Yes. His wait, buffet-ness. wait, wait, Mike.
3: Mike, from what I've heard, the shows were crazier back then than they are now. Did you participate in that?
4: I can neither confirm nor deny said uh, activity. You're a smart man, Mike. Just no, no comment. That bad boy.
3: And uh, I, I, I'm
4: on. trying to know my audience here. So, <laughs> Mike, Mike,
3: let me ask you this: Were you wearing a
4: grass skirt? No, I didn't go that far. Uh, I was probably in my birthday suit. <laughs> it would be appropriate at a Buffett concert. You'd get
1: away with it. Uh, let's talk about what's going on here, Larry H. Miller, Ford, Lincoln, and Draper. You guys have a lot going on.
4: Well, we're the Ford King. Uh, you know, Ford's in paradise. So uh, we've got some good interest rates 0%. Uh, they've got great rebates on the 20s. They've got uh, trade in assists. So if you've got a trade, time to get out of a car. Uh, Need a little help, they've got up to $2,250. If you need a big vehicle, we've got Expeditions. If you need something in between, we've got an Edge. If you need something that's economical and it'll get you around all-wheel drive, we've got the Escape and, and of course, the Fusion for sedan lovers. So, uh, come in. We've got 2021s, uh, F-150s are becoming more and more available. Uh, we got the Bronco Sport. We uh, we dragged the boys out back and made them look at one. And Pretty cool? Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It, 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 you, you know, your crew was loving it. I had to drag, peel them off it because we had to get back on the air. <laughs> but uh, we're here. And on top of that, if they come in tonight, uh, I know we're down to a little bit of time, couple, three hours. Please mention the big show, and there's an additional 500 on top of everything else. Sweet. Corporately supported. That's awesome. And, and Mike did that, by the way, without the green light. He got in a little trouble for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that was impromptu. Five hundred bucks for the big show, listeners. Well, it's because you care, Mike. It's because <laughs> it's just
4: the love in the air, baby. It's Christmas. Come on, yeah, it's jazz right. season, right? You yeah. kidding, yeah. Chesney? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing it. All
1: right, one one four four two South Lone Peak Parkway. But really, one hundred fourteen South I fifteen. Jump off the freeway, just west. It's it's super easy. Beautiful dealership, Mike. Thank you very much, guys. I had a great time. Thank you for hey, having me. It's been a blast. You're the man. All right, all right. That's our friend Mike from uh, LHM Ford lincoln draper uh, come on by get that extra 500 bucks off tonight only take advantage of our big show listeners more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone it oh, up a big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone we want to say a big thank you uh, to the folks here at Larry H. Miller uh, Ford Lincoln in Draper, uh, they're they're just terrific. Love this dealership. Uh, live, love Mike and his crew uh, taking such good care of our listeners, and uh, just a big thanks for them uh, to them for having us out here today. Jake, and, uh, did you decide to buy that Shelby? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't have that kind of scratch. Just uh, like you, Gordon, I can't throw that on the on the Diners Club.
3: Well, uh, just uh, you know, take take the uh, the college fund uh, from Sadie and just buy the
1: car well one i would never do that and two uh, uh, i don't think sadie's college fund is covering that car (laughs) all right
3: well i know you were tempted a little bit i mean it caught your eye how
1: about you why don't you you buy it for lisa you were the one trying to uh to uh brag about how you buy lisa cars for christmas well here you go buddy i did that bragged about it i did it once i did it once and you were shaming everybody else who's never no, done
3: it. No, I wasn't shaming. Anyone. I was just saying it feels good you, to do something. Now you, you so, said to Jake, "You don't love
1: your wife enough." That's exactly what you said. You Gee. know why I've never done that before, Gordon? Why? Because if I if, if you my wife... wife,
3: did I say that? Uh-huh. I apologize. Uh-huh. That's horrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah,
1: that's not. Yeah. It didn't make me feel good. <laughs> All I meant by all that was You're better than Jake No <laughs>
3: No Not at all Are you kidding me Jake's uh, such a talented guy And good looking too
1: Now you're just, uh, now you're just So he's hard. got that going Did for you him. feel
3: bad <laughs> He's got a resume That'll blow his arm off uh, Now I, What I meant by that Was just It feels good To do something For someone else That uh, I'm better know. than you At what you do For a living And I've never <laughs> done it before I was reading that. I didn't say that. I was reading that. Somebody else said that.
1: Oh man, so misunderstood. Anywho, uh, I, I'm sure Lisa would like this, Gordon. You should. You should come no, check it out for her. No, she, she would she's, sta-
3: she's taken care of.
1: Is she? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Two two Porsches.
3: <laughs> I only have one Porsche. No, she's the only one with a Porsche in the family. It's pronounced Porsche.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I still regret saying some of the things I say. All right. We have not recorded Austin's incriminating audio yet. Let's do that. uh, Let's do that tomorrow. Let me see. Right. My uh, where what are we doing? Uh, we're in studio tomorrow, so let's do that tomorrow. Let's, make it, a, is, let's make it this. Let's
3: make of this zinger, Jake. Yeah, let's you make know, it something I, good. I, I do have a vacation
0: day left this year. Might be. <laughs> well, we could. <laughs> time for we, that.
1: You could do it on Thursday. I mean, it's fine.
0: I actually have several days left. On
1: Friday it uh, is. I think
0: so do I. I
3: mean, there's Man, not I should have gotten out of Dodge a long time ago. Uh, there's not a timeline
1: it. on it. You, you're I, still going to owe it you're, you're pretending like you'd come back from vacation And we wouldn't make you do it <laughs> uh, You might forget We won't You have uh, before I'm like momentum Have we I'm really? Gonna get that thing tattooed on my chest Jake, Hey Jake does
3: he owe us more than one? No He just told us we forgot
0: I'm saying it's now going to be Wednesday so, so you've forgotten for two days now
1: We didn't so forget So to
0: say you, you won't forget tomorrow
1: we just didn't get to it. Don't worry. We'll
0: get to it tomorrow. I have we pierced can. nipples. I eat yeah. out of the garbage. <laughs> Good interesting,
1: luck. Uh, interesting lifestyle choices that <laughs> Austin's made recently. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> thanks it's pronounced to, Porsche. It, it is pronounced Porsche. Uh, thanks to Larry H. Miller, Ford, Lincoln. These guys are great. Uh, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. Gordon, I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. I can't tell you how much that hurts me to hear that. It's hmm. the big show, 97.5 and twenty with